You're listening to the Farmyard Podcast. This podcast is supported by Farmyard and Farmyard's Mighty Network. Episode 59. And in this episode, I'm going to go over the Dirty Dozen, which are the 12 vegetables and fruits that you absolutely do not want to eat unless you can buy them organically. Here we go. Well, hello everyone. This is Linda Borgie from Farmyard, and you, my friends, are just one seed away. How's everyone doing this fine day? I have actually physically landed. I have planted myself here in Verona, New Jersey, getting settled in, and it feels really good to live under the roof with my grandchildren. It's really an excellent opportunity for me to pay it forward and to be reassured that the knowledge that I have will go forward into the future because you darn well know I'm teaching both of them how to grow food successfully right from the get-go. But today I want to go into the Dirty Dozen. Now this publication, this is published by the Environmental Working Group out of Washington, D.C., and this is a not-for-profit organization. It's a, a watchdog group. They're out there looking at things to protect ourselves, not only in the area of food, food, water, and cosmetics. Those seem to be their three main areas, and they publish a guide. I believe it's once a year called The Dirty Dozen. And what that's going to uh, give us is the list of fruits and vegetables that if we cannot find it or if we cannot afford to purchase it organically, we want to stay far, far, far away from it. And once I go down the list, you'll realize why, why that is so. All right, so let's get right into it, all right? So the number one uh, fruit, the number one food on this list happens to be a fruit, and it is strawberries. And here you go, folks. One strawberry sample contained an astounding 22 pesticide residues. One-third of all conventional strawberry samples contain 10 or more pesticides. Now, we think that fruit is a healthy snack. It's, it's really a good sugar for us. Not realizing that it's actually a toxic cocktail. With that being said, I also want you to be aware that when you're buying Driscoll Organic strawberries, they are not grown in soil. They are grown hydroponically. Now, I don't really have anything against hydroponics other than there's no soil involved. And as a biodynamic farmer, organic farmer, soil is really the main essence 
in growing nutrient-dense food. So if you're growing something hydroponically, then the farmer is actually like a scientist deciding what exactly that plant needs in order to grow healthy. Not really too concerned about the person eating it, just as long as it looks beautiful. So I do want you to be aware that the Driscoll organic strawberries are not grown in soil. They are hydroponically grown. So let's go on to uh, the next uh, the next item on the list, number two, which is spinach. Now, you know, I'm 63. When I was in my 20s or 30s, you know, having a spinach salad was a real delicacy. You know, you just didn't have that every day. It was something that you had occasionally on a special occasion. But now, gosh, spinach. Spinach is everywhere, and it's inexpensive. It's in big bags. And, you know, that should be an indicator that, eh, what's going on here? Well, here you go. It's number two on the list. And according to the EWG, 97% of conventional spinach samples contain pesticide residues. And conventional spinach had relatively high concentrations of permethrin, a neurotoxic insecticide. Gosh, folks, really? Do we really want neurotoxic insecticides in our salads? I mean, you know, we're getting to a point in in time that things are really way out of line. All right, moving on to number three, because we got to have a, quite a few more to go, right? Number three is nectarines. Nearly 94% of nectarine samples contain two or more pesticides. One sample of conventionally grown nectarines contain residues of 15 pesticides. And a lot of these folks, you cannot wash out out. You can't wash it off. It's in the flesh of the fruit. Alrighty, let's move on to number four, which happens to be apples. 90% of conventional apples had detectable pesticide residues. 80% of the apples tested contained diphenylamine, a pesticide banned in Europe. And here we are thinking apples are so healthy, giving them to our children. I mean, this drives me absolutely insane. Number five on the list is grapes. Grapes contain an average of five pesticide residues. More than 96% of conventional grapes test positive for pesticide residues, 96%. So your chance of getting conventional grapes without pesticide residue is 4%. I don't know. That's not too good of an odds as far as I'm concerned. But number six is even worse, and that's peaches. More than 99% of conventional peaches had detectable pesticide residues. An average of four pesticide residues were detected on conventional peaches. Number seven is cherries. An average of five pesticides were detected on conventional cherries. 30% of the cherry samples contain iprodeon, a pesticide not allowed in Europe, which may cause cancer. 
cherries may cause cancer. Number eight, pears. Pears contain several pesticides in relatively high concentrations, including insecticides and fungicides. More than half of conventionally grown pears tested had residues of five or more pesticides. Number nine, tomatoes. Nearly four pesticides were detected on the average conventionally grown tomato. One sample of conventional tomatoes contained 15 different pesticides and breakdown products. Number 10, celery. More than 95% of conventional celery samples tested positive for pesticides. A maximum of 13 pesticides were detected on a sample of conventional celery. Number 11, potatoes. This one really gets me. Conventional potatoes had more pesticides residue by weight than any other crop. I'm gonna I'm gonna repeat that. Potatoes, conventional potatoes had more pesticide residue by weight than any other crop. One pesticide in particular, chlorprofam, make up the bulk of pesticides detected on potatoes. Number 12, sweet bell peppers. Almost 90% had pesticide residue. Sweet bell peppers can contain fewer pesticide residue than any other dirty dozen foods, but the pesticides tend to be more toxic to human health. And number 13 is hot peppers. Nearly three quarters of all the hot peppers sampled had pesticide residue. Hot peppers are on the Dirty Dozen Plus list because they contain traces of highly toxic pesticides. So I'm going to go down the list one more time, just the list. Number one is strawberries, two is spinach, three nectarines, four apples, five grapes, six peaches, seven cherries, eight is pears, nine tomatoes, 10 is celery, 11 potatoes, 12 sweet bell peppers, and 13 hot peppers. So what I'm saying here is if you cannot find these in your stupid market organic, or if you're not growing them yourself, then do not eat them. It's as simple as that because eating them is not going to benefit your system. It's going to hurt you. And we're, we're, especially as moms, we're serving this food because we want healthy children, right? Healthy people, healthy body. That's the focus of Farmyard is to grow healthy people. Well, we can't do that if we're eating food that is laden with pesticide. So now let's go to the flip side and let's talk about the clean 15. We've already gone over the dirty dozen. Let's go over the clean 15. Number one on the list is avocados. Fewer than 1% of conventional avocados tested positive for pesticides. Only one pesticide was found in 
any of the 360 avocados sampled. Isn't that wonderful? Sweet corn. Less than 2% of sweet corn samples had any detected pesticide residue. A small amount of sweet corn is grown from Roundup-ready genetically engineered seed by organic corn to avoid GE crops by organic corn, even though only 2% of the sweet corn sampled had detective pesticide residues, we're still growing it genetically modified. Number three, pineapples. 90% of the conventional pineapples had zero detectable pesticide residue. Only five different pesticides were detected on more than 350 conventional pineapple samples. That's number three on the clean list. Number four, cabbage. Only two of more than 700 cabbages contained more than one pesticide residue. 86% of the cabbage samples contained no detectable pesticide residue. Number five, onions. Less than 10% of conventional onion samples contain any pesticide residue. No conventional onion sampled contain more than three pesticides. Number six, sweet peas frozen. Roughly 80% of conventional frozen peas had no detectable pesticide residues. No sample of frozen peas contained more than two pesticides. Number seven, papaya. 80% of conventional papayas had no detectable pesticide residue. None of the nearly 750 samples of conventionally grown papayas tested contained more than three pesticides. Number eight, asparagus. 90% of conventional asparagus samples had no detectable pesticide residue. Number nine, mangoes. 78% of mango samples contain no detectable pesticide residue. No more than two pesticides were detected on any conventionally grown mangoes in USDA tests. Number 10, eggplants. About three-fourths of all conventional eggplants tested contain no pesticide residues. Honeydew melon. About half of all conventionally grown honeydew melon had no detectable pesticide residue. Kiwis. 65% had no detectable pesticide residue. Cantaloupe. More than 60% of the conventional cantaloupe samples had no detectable pesticide residue. Cauliflower. About half of all the conventionally grown cauliflower samples contain no detectable pesticide residue. Broccoli. 70% of broccoli samples had no detectable pesticide residue. Only 1 in 10 broccoli samples contained more than one pesticide residue. So there you go, the clean 15. So let me just go down that list one more time, starting with avocados, sweet corn, pineapple, cabbage, onion, sweet peas that are frozen, papayas, asparagus, mangoes, eggplant, honeydew melons, kiwis, 
cantaloupes, cauliflower, broccoli. There you go. The clean 15. I am going to put in the show notes the website of the Environmental Working Group in Washington, D.C., because they have an awful lot of information on cosmetic products, hair products, and also water. You could put your zip code in and you can find out what's in your water. Well, you know, I hope this is extremely helpful so that you could eyeball these things at the stupid market. Better yet, grow it yourself. Grow it yourself. This way you're assured of clean, healthy food 100% of the time. Well, I thank you kindly for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did so, please download, subscribe, and comment. The comments boosts us up in the ratings of iTunes, and that's how we could move this information around. Well, my friends, I will see you on the flip side. And until then, go farm that yard. Hello, everyone. This is Linda Borgie, the founder of Farmyard. You know, not sure if you are aware that the reason why I formed a mighty movement called Farmyard was to grow healthy people. And you know, there's an awful lot of topics involved in growing healthy people. We have to grow healthy soil, to grow nutrient-dense plants, and then we'll grow healthy people. But you know, what we were missing was a mighty network to connect the dots. And we have created a mighty network just for that purpose. We are inviting you in to come and look around, check out our topics, growing soil, water, harvesting seeds, tools. And not only that, other than myself, there is more than a dozen individuals that are going to be sharing their expertise with you, like my friends all over the world in the energy of Oregon. So come on in and check it out. I know you'll love it. And I will see you on the inside. Until then, go farm your yard.